0: When we say we're going shopping, we have two different expectations. You generally think of going to several stores and we're going to go look at a bunch of different things. But guys tend to think when we're going shopping, we're going to one store and we're going to look at three different things and we're going to select from those three.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much pretty accurate.
0: Yeah. I mean, a guy will go in and he goes straight to what he wants and he comes straight back out.
1: That's his idea of shopping.
0: That's his idea of shopping. And we're really shopping if we compare three different models and decide which one we want. (laughs) Well, how does our expectations play into our prepping and what do we need to do with that? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that when we come back.
1: Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Practical Prepping Podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about managing expectations. Might seem like an interesting topic choice, but you know, when you think about it, they have said that many of the relationships survive or fail based on unmet expectations Mm -hmm. or an ability to manage expectations of oneself or other people.
0: Yeah, and I've learned to manage expectations by saying yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. That's very smart. Very. It's served me well. Mm -hmm. Now, this comes into play, and I, I got to thinking about And we've seen questions, we've been asked questions, we've seen questions in forums, we've seen it on websites, and it's usually the wife that says, I want to be prepared, but I can't get my husband into this. Yeah. And one, I think at that point, he's expecting nothing's ever going to happen.
1: Right. Some people actually live their lives based on the, it's never happened to me before, Mm -hmm and their expectation is so therefore it won't happen to me in the future that's not realistic
0: <laughs> and a lot of times these uh and it's usually been the wife but occasionally it's the husband that's saying you know my wife thinks i'm crazy for prepping and my husband's not on board my wife's not on board yeah and yeah. it goes both ways mm-hmm. And that can create some tension when it comes to preparing. Thankfully, we are both on board, and either one of us can come up with a crazy idea, and the other one says, let's go for it. We're in this together. And so our expectations are that we're going to be able to be prepared for whatever we face
1: Well I think that's because you and I have had long discussions about what's realistic and what's achievable and the reasons why we do what we do and why we call it practical mm-hmm. you know there's all kinds of prepping okay oh, yeah. we're not into every kind there is we're into the more practical, actual threat assessments, the actual emergencies that can and will face us. Mm -hmm. And so we have expectations on how to prepare for that, and we have agreed with one another on that it's important and how we're going to address it.
0: And our expectations of prepping, they are realistic and they are achievable. We're not building a bunker. I'd like to have a storm shelter, but we're (laughs) not building a bunker. We're not fighting zombies.
1: Right. We're not trying to isolate ourselves in a, a hundred acres mm-hmm. of, of un of grid-down forest. We're trying to live our lives in a normal and healthy way right here in the United States, living our lives, doing our jobs, loving our families, and, and doing the kinds of things that will keep us from having to rely on others to take care of us.
0: But when our expectations differ from others, there can be discord and breakdown.
1: Well, that's what we're seeing when a lot of these questions come our way of that these people are actually having relationship Mm -hmm. trouble because they can't get on common ground where prepping is concerned.
0: Yeah, now expectations can come a couple of different ways. They can be personal or they can be interpersonal. What does that mean? Well, personal, what do we expect of ourselves? Oh, okay. We can have personal expectations that don't involve anyone else. What do we expect of ourselves? And sometimes our expectations are too high and we get disappointed. And they're that way because we've set ourselves up for failure.
1: Well, it's probably like trying to set an unreachable goal. True. It, it, you're, you're doomed from the start, in right. a sense. You need to set a goal that you have at least some expectation of
0: hitting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we set those goals and have that expectation, but we've set that expectation too high.
1: Right. And so then when it doesn't come to fruition, we take it personally. Exactly. And then we take it out on others that we somehow feel like we're a personal failure now.
0: Exactly. And sometimes our expectations are too low. And we don't value ourselves or others.
1: Right. You know, I have had lower than reasonable expectations of certain persons in my life or in my work or what have you. And I've been pleasantly surprised that and ashamed, I should admit, that my expectations of some people's behaviors and personal abilities, I set too low and they surprised me in that they did better than mm-hmm. I expected. And it, it was kind of a, a teachable and shameful moment for myself to realize that I had set the bar so low for that person. I really should have set it higher.
0: Yeah. And, as you're saying that I'm thinking about a drive through at most fast food restaurants. Oh, really? <laughs> We've <laughs> yeah. set the bar so low <laughs> that if we get <laughs> in and we get our order within 10 minutes, we're, we're kind of pleasantly surprised.
1: And it's correct. (laughs) That's
0: really surprising. And you folks know that we travel from time to time to see the grandkids. And, you know, sometimes we'll hit the drive-through while we're traveling. And we get down the road, we, we get back on the interstate, and we open that bag. And, oh, the worst thing is, they didn't put a straw in there for her. Ugh. She's all over that. She's, I carry
1: extra straws.
0: She does because now. Because I
1: have an expectation that I'm not going to get one in that bag.
0: Because you've set the bar so low. Right. <laughs> and your expectation And they've never let me down. <laughs> low. But if we set our expectations of ourselves too low... We don't value ourselves.
1: Right. It doesn't give us the rising to the challenge that may be necessary to help us grow, Mm -hmm. help us learn, impart wisdom to others, Mm -hmm. be valuable. Uh, So, yeah. And I think a lot of people like to set lower expectations because they feel like they don't want to challenge themselves or stretch out of their comfort zone. Or, you know, there are people that will absolutely refuse to take a public speaking course because they're terrified of speaking in public And yet there's millions of us the world over who have done it and have survived and actually enjoyed it.
0: And and do enjoy it. You know that public speaking is one of the top phobias there is. In fact, I heard one time that it was the number one fear in people's minds.
1: I, I had heard that it actually outranked death.
0: Yes, and more people had rather be in the coffin than... Speaking at the funeral.
1: That's a setting a low expectation for oneself. Yeah. It really is. That's serious.
0: Yeah, I'll take the speaking at the funeral anytime.
1: <laughs> oh, in fact,
0: I've done that a number of times and I'm still here. There you go. All right. The other is what do others expect of us?
1: Well, that's where you have to ask yourself, who in my life matters to the degree that their expectations of me have? have value in my life. Right. The whole world isn't in my life. No. But certain persons are.
0: There are those who matter and those who really don't. And those who matter, like our spouse, our partner, our family, business associates, we need to manage these expectations.
1: Yes, because your place in their lives and their place in your life has real consequence. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're those who really don't matter. So don't stress over their expectations of you.
1: Such as like gossiping coworkers, perfect strangers you don't have any idea. There is an old adage that says, never take criticism from someone you would never go to for advice.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. And that's
1: a very wise very thing. Very
0: wise thing. But we all know that worker. We all know that person that is always griping about what everybody else does in the office or in the organization or something like that. We know that one person. And some of you are picturing that person right now. Mm. You know who I'm talking about. And I can imagine what they're saying about me When they're not talking to me.
1: Well, you've got to figure that somebody's going to reveal themselves. Mm -hmm. If they're going to yak their mouth off about everybody else in the office to you, then they're yakking their mouth off about you to everybody else in the office. So let let people show you who they are.
0: And those folks really don't matter.
1: And that can be your expectation of what they're all Mm -hmm. about. Clean Start. It's alcohol-free hand sanitizer, and it's an antiseptic concentrate. One small three-and-a-half-ounce bottle will make a gallon of product. Find Clean Start on our website where you will receive a 25% discount.
0: Have you seen some of the recent knives from Jim Curtis Knives? Man, there's some beauties, and they're as functional as they are beautiful. I have two Jim Curtis knives that Krista has gifted me in the last couple of years, and oh, do they cut, and they hold a very sharp edge. One is made from Alabama-Damascus steel with deep etching. It has blue handles with red and white swirls and a leather sheath. Jim calls it my church meeting knife. My second is a larger and heavier. It has southern pecan handles and a kydex sheath. It's my go-to work knife. I've used it in the yard, in the garage, in the wood shop, and on camping trips. It's handled every task, every demand I've asked from it. Reliable, quality crafted, sharp as a scalpel, Jim Curtis Knives. Now, what if our expectations differ or even conflict?
1: You're talking about among the significant people in our lives? Yes. Well, you know... It's understandable that there may be some differences, but are they insurmountable?
0: I don't think so. Mm-hmm. We can manage some of those expectations. Okay. Number one, they've got to be realistic.
1: Yes. And they've got to be realistic based on what's realistic for you and, and your goals and your purposes and your values.
0: Exactly. Now, I'm thinking like weight loss expectations. You You buy this diet... You see it on TV, you buy this diet, and you can lose 40 pounds in a month.
1: Is that realistic? No, it is not.
0: No. And if it's in print, you'll see it results not typical
1: or may vary. Yeah. And that's just legalese for
0: don't hold us to it.
1: The expectations may be a little bit too high for you.
0: Right. Or the expectation of being able to run a four minute mile. Now, that's done every day, but it's unrealistic for the majority of us. It's way unrealistic for me.
1: So like with goals, what you're saying is we need to set expectations in the reality and the framework of realism. Right. What's actually achievable, Mm -hmm. not what you dream about could be, but what can actually happen.
0: Yeah. And when you apply that to prepping, you know. Uh, can we prepare for everything? No, we can really can Can we prepare to never, ever leave our house or our bug out location or whatever we have? You know, we're setting ourselves up for failure because if a Category 5 hurricane's coming, we're not going to be able to survive that in this house. That's right. Of course, we're several hundred miles inland. So,
1: Well, I'm here to tell you.
0: Another hurricane can get here. not a cat 5. It could no, can still be a cat 1 when it gets here. I,
1: I, I was in a hurricane in Concord North Carolina.
0: And I was in one just east of Birmingham, Alabama. So,
1: yeah, they can they can travel inland and but, I didn't expect that.
0: Right. Neither did I.
1: It changed my expectations on hurricanes.
0: Exactly, but sometimes we need to be realistic in our prepping expectations. What do we expect from our preparations. Exactly. Now, they need to be clearly defined.
1: Okay, so you're talking really about communication here, aren't you?
0: To some degree, okay. but defined in our minds sometimes.
1: I guess like a self-evaluation. Exactly. Kind of uh, okay.
0: Go into a fine restaurant versus a fast food drive through If you go to a fine restaurant and have a burger Even that burger is greatly different than it is if the business has a drive-thru.
1: That's true. I'll agree with that.
0: So the expectations are different, and they're clearly defined. I know what to expect at one, and I know what to expect at the other, and I know not to expect them to swap service or quality. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. Now, you mentioned communicated. Uh, yes, they need to be communicated. They should be, and there's a couple of things there. One is from one in authority.
1: Okay. If
0: they're communicated from one in authority, and I'm thinking here, the boss, or the teacher, or professor. I had a, a parent prof- to a child. Parent to a mm-hmm. child. Yeah. Uh, someone who is over someone else. Okay. Gotcha. I had a professor. And he told us the first day of class that we would have a paper due on such and such date and to just put it on the corner of the desk as we left. And that was the last time he mentioned that paper.
1: This was college level.
0: It was college
1: level. And so kids, if you're listening, realize that at college level, you're expected to hear with the ears of an adult and you're expected to produce the work of an adult. Right. So be, be prepared for that.
0: And now we reminded each other.
1: Yeah, but exactly. he,
0: he didn't bring it up again, mm-hmm. but he expected them to be completed and on his desk by the end of class period that day. Of course, there was no way we could type them up in class that day. Rather, we needed to be taking notes from lectures. But that paper, most of us put it on his desk when we came in, mm-hmm. so we couldn't forget it. Gotcha. Now, there's also communication by implication. What does that mean? Well, you've got a barricade across a road with road closed signs. Okay. What do you think that means? What that you,
1: means you can't go down that road.
0: What do you think is expected of you?
1: You're to turn around. Find but another way.
0: How about if there's a police car across the road sideways and the police officer standing beside it, what should we do?
1: We should watch what the police officer is signaling us to do.
0: Well, that, but that's a pretty good indication that road's closed.
1: Yeah, in other words, you're not going to be blowing past that car. No, but no, you no.
0: will be surprised how many will pull up and say, Can is I that road through- closed? Can <laughs> I can I get through Does it
1: look open to you sir <laughs> I mean you know my daddy used to say common sense is not common and that would be one of those mm-hmm. times
0: Well it's open all the way to the bridge yeah. <laughs> But the bridge is gone The bridge is gone So if yeah. you're planning to go any further than the bridge the answer is no
1: You know you saying that I saw some footage of the hurricane damage there are entire piers highways roadways driveways that are G-O-N-E mm-hmm. gone in Florida mm-hmm. to the point that there are island people's groups of population that are stranded mm-hmm. and can only travel by boat at this point. There was a state that trooper yeah. that was
0: rescued that his car was blown away oh, and dear. he was in the water. Oh, <laughs> so God. I saw that today that, wow. that he was gotten out. Mm. Now when we're communicating our expectations, we need to limit unnecessary promises.
1: Okay.
0: We need to underpromise and overdeliver.
1: Oh, see, I've heard of that in business, but I never really thought about it from a personal standpoint. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Really when you think about it.
0: Right. Now, unless it's your boss, learn to say no.
1: You know, that is a gift a lot of people will not give themselves. There's a lot of folks listening to us right now that are overstressed. They're multitasking. Even while they're listening to this podcast, they're doing 10 other tasks, either Mm -hmm. at work or at home or somewhere. And they're trying to get a lot done in a small amount of time. And perhaps they have overstretched themselves. Perhaps they have created expectations on themselves to get things done if they're going to get done they don't know how to delegate
0: they're trying to put 26 hours into a 24-hour day right and then somebody else comes up and says would you
1: yeah and you've got to learn how to say no
0: they want to be nice and
1: and i'll tell you here in the south we feel compelled that To not say no, but if we do say no to something, we feel compelled to explain Mm -hmm. why. I've had to learn in my age now, I'm almost 65 now, I've had to learn when I tell someone, no, I cannot attend your wonderful function, that I just need to leave it right there. Mm -hmm. I don't owe anyone an explanation. I just want to be honest and say, no, I won't be unable to attend. Thank you for the invitation. And that's it.
0: I usually add we're already committed.
1: Right. right. I mean, it's just so many people feel like they have to justify Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the peace and harmony that they need for themselves by saying no. Expect to say no
0: sometimes. And sometimes it feels really good to say no. Sometimes there's
1: even a commercial on it right now where the wife gets the call for a dinner invitation. The husband's across the room shaking his head. No. And she's coming up with Mm -hmm. a million explanations as to why they can't do it. But just say no, smile and move on.
0: Our expectations should be understood.
1: How should they be understood?
0: Well, I know I have said many times what you heard is not what I meant to say.
1: Okay, I believe that's true.
0: (laughs) And that's usually when I've put my foot in my mouth and I have misunderstood what you've said, or you misunderstood what I said. And that's caused a little bit of issue for a few minutes till we work it out. And we usually are pretty quick to work that out. Of course. But a lot of times, one of us thinks the other one meant something different than we did.
1: Yeah, that has happened before.
0: So we need to be understood. We need to be seeking to understand before we seek to be understood.
1: Do you suppose if someone is misunderstanding what is being communicated to them by way of expectation— don't you feel that it's wonderful to have the comfort zone of being able to just simply ask the question I I don't understand what you mean could you please mm-hmm. elaborate and help me understand exactly what you're meaning
0: Exactly and and that's with verbal communications but there's also non-verbal communications when it comes to understanding our expectations and to use illustrations of us, because it's the only examples that really come to mind right now. And these have come about really over time. It's never been stated this way, but I cut the grass. I'm expected to cut the grass. You like to cut the grass. I do enjoy cutting the grass.
1: I and don't mind it.
0: I know you don't mind it, but you don't like that more we have right now.
1: No, that one's not my
0: favorite. <laughs> and Krista buys the cat food. Right. Now, if she, the couple of times she sent me to buy cat food, it's been quite a while. She's actually taken a picture of the packets that she wants. So I can't mess up.
1: (laughs) Does this reveal anything about my expectations? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look
1: for this picture.
0: (laughs) When she wants this, this is what she wants. And
1: I said, don't even come home with something other than this.
0: (laughs) And even though that's visual, it could be verbal
1: it could be yeah
0: and that verbal communication or understanding of expectations is you do this and i'll do that Uh uh-huh yeah for example painting the house krista's a pretty good painter she really is
1: Mm. i painted the carport too
0: but she whole carport she doesn't paint over her head so she says things like you climb the ladder and I'll paint the steps.
1: That's exactly right.
0: She painted wrought iron. I painted gutters. Mm-hmm. So it's that verbal expectation. So I am expected to paint all of the gutters and whatever the low part she doesn't want to paint.
1: I think that's a very good way of explaining that, it.
0: That's, that's marriage, isn't it? hmm Now, what happens with unexpressed expectations?
1: Well, that's where people get into royal trouble right there. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of relationships, I think, start to suffer. And now I'm talking about personal relationships, work relationships, school relationships, church relationships, our connections with people. We can often set up expectations that that other person may know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And it's going to eat our lunch at the end of the day.
0: So we need to determine and discuss those potential problems.
1: Exactly.
0: I heard a great illustration. Somebody said, let's go to the beach. Okay. Okay, we're going yeah. to the beach. Woo-hoo! Well, for one of those people, going to the beach means hitting the shops and playing in the water.
1: That's what the beach is all about.
0: The other one, it's about being um, under an umbrella and reading.
1: Oh, see, that's an entirely different use of the beach trip.
0: I know several people that when they go to the beach, they set up an umbrella, they've got their chair, And they're sitting there reading, and that's their day. That's their beach trip. That's the ideal trip to them. But for some, it's hitting the shops and playing in the water. And if if that's a girlfriend-boyfriend situation, that could be a little bit of a potential problem.
1: Well, I think sometimes, too, those types of problems, if they're not discussed ahead of Mm time— that's where your beach trip becomes a cataclysmic failure Mm -hmm. because one has one set of expectations of what the other one is going to also be doing. Mm -hmm. And that's unrealistic one to the other. So you do need to air it out. You know, people believe it or not. I know this is going to sound really hard to believe, believe it or not. We're not mind readers. Women are not mind readers and husbands and wives, not mind readers.
0: You've got to say it in words. I'm going to pull that tape and I'm going to have that tape handy for future <laughs> reference.
1: I can make some pretty darn good guesses. Yeah. But rather than, rather than guesswork on an important beach trip, mm-hmm. I think it's very important to, one, figure out what we're going to do to enjoy our time at the beach trip and that it's perfectly OK if one does one thing and one does something else and both have an Awesome, wonderful time. Mm -hmm. You may want to expect, I think, in unselfishness, I may want to sit alongside with you and read a book, and you may want to unselfishly come with me to the shops or play in the water just to be able to give one another a little bit of the time of the what they enjoy. Sure. But you shouldn't monopolize someone if if they really want to go to the beach to relax and chill out and not do anything, then don't over plan all these museum trips and shopping trips and hang gliding trips and balloon trips and things because some people want to actually vacate when they go on mm-hmm.
0: vacation. And you're talking about negotiating the expectations.
1: Exactly.
0: And in prepping, that comes down to who is best suited to this task.
1: Interesting viewpoint.
0: And really any part of life. We need to do such and such. We needed to do something on the roof a while back. And who is the who is best suited for that task? And so up the ladder I go. We agreed
1: and, it was you. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we agree or was I told?
1: We agreed on okay. that. Okay. You were not ordered up the ladder. Okay. You just automatically somehow knew. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that
1: was a nonverbal expectation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so yeah, I like the way this thing works.
0: All right. Then there's some questions we can ask ourselves about some of these expectations. When our expectations do differ, does it really matter? Does it really matter?
1: Well, I guess you can apply that question and then answer it the very best way you know how either it matters or it doesn't.
0: Exactly. So sometimes it is, you know, maybe you do want to sit at the beach, but does it really matter? If it's on your honeymoon, you probably don't want to be sitting on the beach. You want to be enjoying time with each other. So it doesn't really matter in that case. Uh Another thing, and I've used this for a lot of a lot of things over the years, is this a hill upon which I want to die?
1: Yeah, I've heard that said other ways. Is this the mountain you want to die on?
0: Pick your battles.
1: Yeah, And there are some people for whom there is mountains that they'll die on. Oh, I've got some. There's a couple of mountains out there. They'll absolutely, to their death, die on. And then others, you can just easily climb down off Mm -hmm. that mountain and save something for another day.
0: So it's a question, and that's when we're negotiating those expectations but as we go along, we need to be assessing and improving.
1: You know, you've got to ask yourself, is the project that I'm uh, encountering or the action that I'm about to take or considering taking, is it really necessary? Will it make a difference? If it does, then you'll know how to proceed. If it doesn't, that should also mm-hmm. give you information.
0: And we need to be assessing, is there a better way we can do this?
1: And I think, too, that you've got to allow yourself the space to understand that we don't always hit it right. There are times when we're wrong. I mean, let's just say it. Mm -hmm. There are times when we are flat out, dead on, 100% wrong. And we need to understand that it's okay to be wrong. You can make a mistake. You can take a wrong action. You can choose a wrong way and realize that you have messed up. Mm -hmm. You've made a mistake. And I think you need to really understand about giving each other grace. I mean, there's varying degrees of how wrong something can be. You know, taking a wrong turn on a road can easily be corrected, but there are bigger mistakes. Mm -hmm. You've got to allow a lot of grace one to another with expectations.
0: And even with ourselves, because as we go through this prepping journey, there are things that we try that don't work. True. There are things that we are doing that work, but we find a better way to do it. And that's where prepping podcasts come in. That's where prepping forums come in. We're reading things. And, hey, there's a little twist to that, and that might make this better. And so we try it, and it works better. And sometimes we find out that what we did, like you mentioned, just did not work. And we're beginning to hear some things coming out of some of these hurricane areas of things that they learned that they did wrong or that they could have done much better. We saw a list of those coming out of Texas last year with the snow. And those folks will have made preparations that in the unlikely event that the big snow event hits Texas again this year, they're going to be better prepared than they were. So
1: So expectations can evolve with mm -hmm. experience.
0: Exactly. And we need to be assessing those. So this really is a prepping topic when you really look at it. And it's a whatever you want it to be topic. It, It involves every area of our life in managing our expectations, make sure they're realistic and achievable and set ourselves about doing them. And when we find ourselves with differences in our expectations, let's sit down and let's communicate those expectations and let's come to an agreement on that. Anything else you want to add?
1: Well, just as always, stuff is going to happen in your life. It's just going to happen. At every turn, I want you to be expecting to stay prepared.
0: And we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Practical Prepping Podcast. So that you never miss an episode, click on that subscribe button. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.